Hello podcast listeners, and welcome to another episode of Living Well with Kathleen Saunders, your weekly podcast where we discuss the financial, physical, spiritual, and social well-being of everyday people like you and me. The information shared in this show is for general information purposes only and should not be used to make any personal changes to your lifestyle or health without consulting the appropriate financial, medical, or healthcare professionals. My guest today is Tricia Williams. Tricia is a youth and family counselor. She's married to Basil Williams and has a BA degree in psychology from York University in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and an MA degree in counseling psychology from the Elder University in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Tricia has three years experience counseling individuals, couples and families. She's also an active community and social service professional who worked for some years as a residential youth worker and is currently working for a registered charity as a co-parenting family law counsellor. Tricia is also the proud owner of Metamorphosis Counselling, a clinical practice that was opened in 2018. All right. Well, welcome, Tricia, and thank you for being my guest today. Oh, it's great to be a part of your podcast. Happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you. You know, Tricia, today I'm so looking forward to hear you speak on the topic of women's worth. You know, what exactly does it mean, uh, a woman's worth? What does that really mean? Okay, so um, while I was preparing for this, um, I would say that I looked up you know, what does it mean to be a woman in today's society? And I sort of got uh, the following results. So I'll sort of read off about five things that I found once I, you know, looked up that question. What does it mean to be a woman in today's society? So the first thing, um, it is less fighting for rights and more focused on looks. So sort of like moving from feminism to facelifts. Hmm. was the first thing <laughs> that right. I found, which I thought was interesting. The second thing, um, women are warriors. Uh, finally, you know, looking like they have a choice to pursue their own path or having a voice, you know, a, a sense of feeling like they're heard. Right, right? yeah. Um, the third thing, um, women still feel less than and, you know, sort of discriminated against, especially women of color. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth thing, uh, women are designing their own destiny yeah. and are no longer, you know, feeling like they're being held back by right. sort of that stereotypical ceiling, right, in their uh, career and such. And the last thing I found was that women feel less of a failure um, in today's society. So sort of like in quotes, women still feel like a failure, only less. Mm, <laughs> interesting. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was, you know, that was interesting. And then I was like, okay, so that that's only half of sort of woman's worth, right? So then I was like, okay, let's, let's sort of then, you know, look up what the definition of the word worth means. And it basically came up with this, the, the value equivalent to that of someone or something under construction Mm. that that level at which someone or something deserves to be valued or rated so that Mm. sort of tickled me the wrong way yeah (laughs) say that again say that that definition right no i know say it one more time for me let me just get those points (laughs) 
<laughs> so um, the definition of the word worth, the value equivalent to that of someone or something under construction. Mm. Wow. That level at which someone or something deserves to be valued or rated. Right? Mm. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like when I read that, I was like, wow, you know, been saying sort of this, this, you know, woman's worth and sort of feeling really good about it. Right. And it sounds amazing when, when you say the concept, but reading the definition, it seems that a woman's worth, you know, has to do with a continuous evaluation, right. And comparison mm -hmm. of whether, you know, the person deserves to be a woman. If you want to like sort of, if you really read into it. Right. Yeah. But, and unfortunately we you tend to find a lot of women do compare themselves to others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, they value themselves based on maybe the way someone else looks or the way someone else, uh, the, someone else's opinion of themselves, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I could see how, you know, in a sense, you know, people might say, oh, we're reclaiming sort of worth, right. The word worth, but yeah as you said, it plays right into the way that we devalue each other, right? Mm -hmm. In society. And it's almost like, you know, it it almost begs the question, like, who writes the rules or standards, right? Exactly. That would give me the right, you know, amount of ratings to become a woman, if you want to think exactly, about it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> who was the one that determined what a woman's worth was, really, right? Or determine who a woman is. Right? Yeah, well, that too, yeah. <laughs> so that's sort of what you know, what I what I what I thought of, you know, when I was thinking about that phrase, mm -hmm. a woman's worth. Uh, it doesn't help things when the standards of worth um, is a standard, you know, is a social construction. So based on research, societal standards of a woman are based on several things, including but not limited to beauty, career, spirituality, health, you know, education, motherhood, race, mm -hmm. relationships, hair, like we could, it could be so many other things, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. contribute to the standard of, you know, what a woman is or the beauty of a woman and such. Now, how does one compete with wow. sort of the noise of the media and others telling us, you know, what we should be and what is right? Hmm. You know, one does not, you know, what ends up happening is we buy into sort of the unrealistic expectations yes. or perfection yeah. that's shown to us, right? We try our hardest to become what the standard is. And we compare ourselves, you know, to each other and to what is portrayed. And then we realize we can't attain it mm -hmm. or maintain it, you right. know. And they're yeah. unrealistic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's unrealistic for sure. And, you know, what ha ends up happening is we self-harm. And when we talk about self-harm, it's not necessarily going to the extreme of suicide, but it's more like we physically either physically harm ourselves or we harm ourselves with words and that's sort of where that negative self-talk comes in mm, yeah. at, at this point we must realize that we can't please everybody right and that there can't be one standard for everyone and that perfection is unattainable mm -hmm, definitely yeah but it's to get into the mind of some women i guess this is where you become strong within yourself that mm -hmm. you have to determine that you know what i'm gonna do me 
I can't compare myself to you, Trisha. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't compare myself to Halle Berry or any of those uh, movie stars in there. I just got to accept this is the way God made me. I've got to love me for me and appreciate me, whether my hair is straight or kinky or whatever the case may be. But it's to get a woman to really, you know, know her self-worth and not settle for less and, you know, just accept herself, which is sometimes the challenge. Yes, yes, that is so true. It's so challenging, right? It's it's tough. Like I, I guess I can even talk a little bit about myself, right? In the sense that I had to battle with, mm. <laughs> you know, that um, inner critic and the the we talked about earlier comparing, you know, myself to others. And one story that I'll share: when I was fourteen, mm -hmm. was it fourteen? Yeah, maybe uh, around there in the teens somewhere there in Jamaica and we went to camp right mm -hmm. um and basically um at camp dawn <laughs> basically mm -hmm. um I was in the Pathfinder club and I remember um that I somewhat had like a boy that I was sort of crushing on right mm -hmm. and the big thing at camp is that I think at the end of the at the end of the week there would be a big sort of like social where, you know, you invite the girl to and, you know, you'd sit together, right? Sort of like a formal. And, you know, it would be a huge thing. Everybody dresses up and goes and eats like a formal dinner. So it was so something everybody looked forward to, right? So the guy I was crushing on asked me out. Like he asked me to go oh, to wow. the formal and I was super excited. I'm sure. <laughs> My 14-year-old self was so excited to go to the, I was like, oh my God, he likes me. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> and I just remember, and he asked me maybe like, let's see, it's a week, it's a one-week camp. Mm -hmm. So he asked me maybe like two or three days before the formal was going to happen. So I'm excited. I'm telling all my friends, I'm getting prepared. I'm like, I'm going to wear my hair like this, mm. you know, get excited at something. Right? Yes. <laughs> So then, you know, I think the night before, um, one of my friends comes and she says, Trisha, are you sure you're going with this guy? And I was like, yeah, he, he asked me and I said yes. And they're like, well, we heard through the grapevine that he's taking, you know, this other girl. Oh, wow. Right. And I was like, are you sure? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like, yes, we're sure because she's also talking about going. Oh, my. Um, with her girlfriends and that he asked her last night. Oh, shoot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you're listening to sort of this drama going on now. Right. And you're like, oh, my God, what's going on? Anyway, so. I decided that, you know, I'm going to confront him and find out, right, right yeah. what is going on and sure. what's happening. So I went and I and I um, confronted him and he's like, yes, um, he asked her and she said yes. And he wasn't sure if she was going to say yes. So that's why he asked me as well. <laughs> so what? He was having a backup. <laughs> he was having a backup. Oh, my. Oh. So definitely crushed at this point right okay. so I walk away and right away I didn't even sort of think oh this is on him sort mm -hmm. of thing right 
I automatically started comparing myself to the girl he mm-hmm. really wanted to take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, she has light skin. Oh, she has long hair, you know, like, yeah. and I, I don't have this and I don't have that. And she looks this way, you know, and all of those, like, I, I remember those thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember how I was cutting myself up wow, yeah. <laughs> about why he wouldn't have chosen first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was preparing sort of to talk to you and I was saying to myself, yeah, I wish I had the tips I'm going to share today. Awesome. <laughs> you yeah, know, indeed, right? Yeah. Teenage, teenage self, yeah. you know, in the sense that, you know, sometimes these things happen and is a part of life and we have to, you know, get through them. And that is just one teenage story, but I'm sure there are so many women out there of course. that go and through Trisha, stuff. You were right? a teenager. Could you imagine? I mean, adults go through that and they're cr- mm-hmm. they're hurt but as a teenager that's crushing right that's so mm-hmm. hurtful i don't know how long it took you to get over that but i'm sure it wasn't <laughs> overnight at all oh definitely not years i remember i remember that story met multiple times mm-hmm. you know over yeah. years but you know i get i think what helped me you know to overcome that story over and over is that i had strong male male role models in my life mm-hmm. you know that continuously told me that i was beautiful it continuously told me you know that god made you the way you are right yeah. so and that's important to hear exactly that. yeah exactly so despite sort of you know that negativity that i had in my mind and that sense of comparing myself to others i still had that other side of the the coin you know of somebody else sharing that positivity with me over and over so this despite me cutting myself up from time to time i still sort of had in the back of my mind that you know maybe they're right maybe i am Mm. beautiful maybe i am you know worthy and maybe yes god does love me and maybe the way that i am right Mm -hmm. so so I still was encouraged to continue and keep going. Good for you. Um, yeah, for sure. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, that is a serious one, especially being a young person. You, um, your friends and that whole social network is basically your life. And when you're, you know, well, this it really wasn't a date. Well, it was a date for the week for the for the event, right? Ooh, so yeah, yeah, it was a date. It was for a a, date. <laughs> that was definitely a crush. Oh, I can't help but use the word crushing. That is just heart wrenching. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything similar at this moment that has similar like that that's happened to me. But I know I've had my heart broken relationship wise too, where you just feel well, exactly like what you said. Like, well, what did what did I do or what did I say? And you know, and you just stop. In your mind, you're just playing back and thinking it's you. There's something wrong with you. And a lot of the times it's not you. It's mm-hmm. just that that person. But you can't help but blame yourself, right? It's true. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like you're in, in, you know, you start to put things internally, right? Yes. It has, there has to be something wrong with me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to the guy who was just a jerk <laughs> mm-hmm. for trying to, you know, ask two girls just in case you know, one said no, then he had a backup. Oh, terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly what we women put up with. (laughs) Right. And that's the thing. And that is the thing we put up with it. Unfortunately, you eventually, 
good for you that you eventually got over that. But then there's some of us who will turn around and be down in the dumps about it and just say, woe is me. And then just blame themselves and insist that something's wrong with them and just feel very negative, very crushed about that and never necessarily heal from that and realize that's where it comes in a woman's self-worth, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I guess the, the, the tips I'm going to share, the four tips I'm going to share is sort of, you know, I don't know, not every woman out there has strong role models, right? Or mm-hmm. has sort of a spiritual background to sort of claim that they're a royal priesthood, right? They're a, whole, a part of a holy nation that, you know, they're set apart and special. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these four tips come from Dr. Janice Balour, and she basically talks about, you know, four ways that women can banish that negative inner critic, right? So when we go through these situations, and you know what, no matter how old we are as women, these situations happen from time to time, and for some reason, we, love, we, 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 do, we do this from time to time, mm-hmm. and four ways we can, you know, figure out a way to not internalize it so much. So the first one is notice the critic, right? Mm-hmm. So it's important to identify and be aware of your conscious thoughts. Um, Janice states that negative emotions such as doubt, guilt, shame, and worthlessness are almost always signs of the negative crit- critic at work. So being able to be aware of the negative thoughts is the first thing that's going to help in being able to, you know, curb it in a sense. So when you start to feel, you know, doubtful of yourself or feel guilty or ashamed, mm-hmm. it's the first sign that, you know, the negative critic is at work. At work, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The second thing is separate the critic from yourself. So the inner critic is not a part of you. You weren't born with an inner critic. The critic is a voice that you have internalized because an outside influence, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. such as other people's criticism, expectations, or standards, right? Um, And then Janice states that by separating yourself from the critic, you are on your way to freeing yourself from its influence, right? So in a sense, if you think about it, by me started starting to you know compare myself with this other person i started to let in thoughts of oh i'm not good enough because of you know it could it could be that you know in jamaica they talk about brown skin and light skin girl being better so to me oh he chose a brown skin girl or a light skin girl because you know in the i guess society that's better right right? yeah so Mm -hmm. That would sort of be the outer, you know, influence that I was sort of portraying onto myself. So by separating, okay, this is what societies think, but it's not necessarily true. So right. by separating it, I'm able to free myself. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The third thing is to talk back. So when the negative thoughts come, tell it you refuse to listen. Tell it that you know it is a liar. Mm. <laughs> Tell it you are choosing instead to be kind to yourself, right? right? And this might sound crazy. <laughs> you a know, bit, the yeah. Idea of <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so it'll be like, self, I'm not listening to you today. I know exactly. better, right? <laughs> 
Exactly. And, you know, that that is definitely, you know, ways that we can do that. So reclaiming our thoughts, right, and and creating a more positive space in our mind, right, having a more positive mindset. So when the negative thoughts come to say, you know what, I'm canceling that one, that is not Mm, true, mm -hmm. you know, Um, because sometimes, and that's the thing, we, a lot of people think that the thoughts that we have are all true, and it's not the case, right? Sometimes things that just come into our minds, you know, we think about things and it's not always true. So we have to evaluate or challenge the thoughts that come from time to time. Very true. And that's yeah. sort of what number three is talking about when it says talk back, mm-hmm. figure out, is this thought true? Is it rational? Is it irrational? And then replace it with what is true, right. <laughs> which is the fourth one, replace the critic, right? So Janice ends by stating the best way to defeat the critic is to have an even stronger ally on your side. You need to grow an inner voice that acts as your own best friend. In order to do this, you need to start noticing the good things about yourself. No matter what the inner critic has told you, you do have positive traits. Although it may take you some effort to retrain yourself to see them. Right. So this last one is about affirmations. It's Mm. about, you know, again, figuring out what are the good things about you that you can continuously repeat to yourself. So when the negative thoughts come, you can replace them with the positive things and the good things that you know about yourself so that you can continue to challenge Mm -hmm. the negative. Any other questions? I'm just reviewing them. Yeah, they are all pretty um, good. Notice the critic. So the critic is being yourself, um, mm-hmm. you know, and what you say to us and your thoughts, basically, right? The doubt. And I think these are really good steps because I know I doubt myself. I used to doubt myself quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really do all of this. What's here. So looking at these steps here, I think they're very valuable. Um, and also having that positive person in your life that's always you know encouraging you whether it be a teacher a spouse or something because I've heard a lot of negativity uh, growing up and I Mm. did exactly kind of believe it until I had my husband actually he's always bigging me up and telling me you can do it you're you know you're really good especially like with this podcast and I remember even thinking well can I even do that you know but here it is today we're doing a podcast and it's going by god's grace they're going really really well the feedback has been positive on that and it has to be good because you're back on my show again (laughs) yes no you're doing such a great job like i'm 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 happy to be here and sharing you know my expertise with you and your listeners and you're very good at interviewing so i I will agree with what you're saying there (laughs) oh wow i appreciate that thank you so much I think it's valuable information that you're sharing today because there's a lot of people out there that um, have these uh, insecurities. And uh, if we can even reach one person out here, I think we've, you know, we've done our job. Yeah, definitely. I guess I want to end by, you know, encouraging, you know, our women out there to ask themselves this question. What are your positive qualities? You know, what are you good at? And, you know, write those things down and continue to repeat them to yourself as affirmations. I am smart. You know, I am resourceful. Right. Yeah. I, I am a, a great wife or I'm a great mother. Uh-huh. Right? So continue to remind yourself of those things and 
hopefully it will be something that you will continue to to you know use to replace the negative thoughts right and i also just want to affirm our women out there that are listening you are made beautiful yes <laughs> you know fearfully and wonderfully you, made <laughs> you are made valuable yes <laughs> and you are made uniquely with That's a purpose right. and we should embrace our uniqueness as our differences um god created us all to be different and we should never compare ourselves to the person beside us or the people on TV because that's all staged, right? You know, when they leave that TV set, they're going home to their reality. And unfortunately, society has really um, got us as women looking at whether it be hair, fashion, um, whatever the case may be, we're, we're comparing ourselves to the next, the next person out there who seems to have it all together. And we definitely don't know what their life is, looks like when they go home behind closed doors, you know? So we should yeah. embrace who we are, our beauty, our even our faults, because there's no perfect person out there, right? And we mm -hmm. all come differently. We're all packaged differently, but appreciate ourselves for who we are. Let me tell you, I tell my husband all the time, I love being me. I enjoy my company. I make myself happy. I make myself laugh. And there's no one out there that could do me the way that I do me. Yes, that's <laughs> right? so true. That is so true. That sense of embracing who you are as a person, right? Yeah. Um, and loving you, right? And and that's I think one of the one of the one of the biggest um, uh, advice anybody can give another woman, right? To just just love who you are as yeah. a person. I embrace who you are and accept who you are. And then from there, you know, um, you can grow and, you know, blossom, choose whatever career you want to choose, you know, um, get into relationships and all of that. Definitely. And I mean, you gave us those tips really quickly, but those steps, those tips could actually take a while to accomplish <laughs> before you actually move on from one step one to step two and things like that. Right. It's not necessarily an overnight thing it could take maybe months even years before you get to where you need to be but I think the most important thing is that you make that step to do that change make that change in your life and realize that you can do it um yeah it just just takes some time for sure for sure and you know that I think one of the biggest things is you know creating a positive community around yourself you know what I mean like yeah you know, you talk about people growing up hearing negative things all the time and, and a negative, you know, atmosphere will just breed negativity, right? So if you're able to sort of surround yourself with people who are positive and that's going to encourage you and give you positive criticism, so right? True. Constructive criticism at yeah. times, you know, that's sort of what you want to be able to do to help to surround yourself with that. That will help to feed sort of the positivity that you know that you think and like you said you know your husband encouraging you helps you to be able to grow and build and do great things so by building a, a strong community is also a way of you know helping women I think to stay together and yeah. to encourage each other rather than definitely tear each exactly we're good at that but yeah definitely we need to root <laughs> we need to root for our sisters and say yes go you can do it I believe in praising and you know bigging up one another to success because we are, can all do 
we're all good at something in our own special way. But, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to cheer you on all the way in what you're doing and supporting you and encouraging you in any way that I can. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Awesome. awesome. Great. So do you have any final words, anything else that you you have for us today? Just saying that, you know, we are amazing, beautiful women out here who are unique with unique talents and gifts to give to the world. And like you said, we just need to encourage each other and share, continue to share the positivity. And um, hopefully we'll have wonderful, great, amazing, you know, strong women out there leading. That's right. right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, Trisha, thank you so much for being my guest today. I really appreciate you being on and sharing four ways a woman can banish that negative self-critic. Thank you. It was great. It was great being here with you. Amazing. Those were some great tips Trisha shared today. A woman's worth is so much more than her thighs and hips and being an excellent homemaker. It's about the value she brings to the conversation and the battle she wins by her calculated decisions and savvy negotiation skills. We are women who, as Kamala Harris said in her speech, dream with ambition, lead with conviction, and see ourselves in ways that others may not, simply because they have never seen it before. But know that we will applaud you every step of the way. So, I ask you, what's your worth? Thank you for listening to the show today. I hope you enjoy the topic and found something that you can apply to your own life. Don't forget to share this episode with your family and friends. And remember, live well daily.